Louis Live. St. Louis Live. Travis's favorite live version, Time Bomb, from Old 97. Oh, the Old 97s, eh? Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, Michael Gaines sitting in. We got Carly Lawrence joining us at 9 o'clock. Chill with Giamatti, Peyton back behind the glass. Back here on St. Louis Radio, we're on 920 AM WGNU. And if you want to listen online, wearelive.radio.com has that link up as well. You can stream us on your phones, your Macintosh computers, the uh, Apple computers, the colored ones. With the thing, the colors in the back, you could change the ones in the back? The colored ones. Okay. All right. Grow up. That's right. So, uh, yeah, you guys can check us out. We're proud to be back. Big thanks to uh, station ownership and management, Burt Kaufman, here at 920 AM. And uh, Brian Stull. Shout out to Brian Stull. Big who, shout out uh, to Brian. was a big part of uh, getting us back here. And if you've missed us since we've been on the air, formerly at 590, uh, we we've been doing an uncensored podcast. Check it out. iTunes, Android Store, all those great places. Uh, I recommend Podcast Republic, I believe. You can get our uh, our podcast if you're not... Using an iPhone who like a normal our, human who being. Who are some of our latest interviews? Recently, we've had the funniest person known to man. His name is Ian Bag. Oh, yeah. He also does a podcast with yours truly called National Bag Radio that you guys can check out online. Subscribe on Sway. iTunes today. Uh, no, we've had Ian Bag. Brad Williams was in studio. We had that. Gary Valentine last week. He's been in a bunch of Adam Sandler movies. He's on the show Kevin Can Wait. We've had Adam Carolla call in. Ever heard of him? Mark 806, bad, first man. Corolla Not reference bad. on the, uh, the St. Louis hour. Live show. That's exactly right. Uh, a bunch of great guests, He's man. forgetting someone, Travis. I know he's forgetting someone. That's why I'm trying to see if he actually remembers. Uh, it was Kanye's little friend. Oh. <laughs> DeRay Davis joined us in studio. He was at Helium as well. He's been... His credit list, his IMDb page, longer than uh, Travis's last... Test results at the clinic. Oh, nice. Relax. Yeah, I like that like STD you. joke. <laughs> no, it's been a blast over at Shock City, and we will continue the Uncensored podcast. We are live. Just a big family of shows. That's all it is. Our friends, uh, Let's Get Comfortable, have joined the Free Play Media Podcast they have, Network. indeed. You know, Shout out to Jim Bunton and Patty Moe. Happy to have them aboard, too. They are, of course, uh, we're listeners of One We Are Live, and they decided that, hey, if these idiots... <laughs> hobos can do a podcast so can we you and guys been guests on that podcast we, correct? don't you don't you do still it. that may go down as one of the best pranks i've ever seen the guys that, that let, was that was really good the guys that let's get comfortable podcast decided to call into our show live on the radio <laughs> and interview us on their podcast it's so and amazing. they did it was so brilliantly done that they made it appear as if we were calling into them to be interviewed uh, so amazing. Quite disgusting. I am sick of their face. But they're good people, so make sure you guys go out and support them as well. And support Free Play Media as well. That's bringing you this lovely broadcast. Barnhart Brawler asks, Live. have you guys solved race relations in St. Louis yet, or is that scheduled for the 9 o'clock hour? We're going to actually say that for the podcast. Yeah, we're going to let Carly Lawrence and Terry Yake uh, help us break down race relations. If there are two people who could definitely break down race relations in the city of St. Louis, it is definitely Terry Yake and Carly Lawrence. No, I'm excited about it. Again, one more time, fair or foul of the day, fair or foul, hockey fans attacking other sports, their athletes, their fans, uh, whenever they're not happy the way uh, people go out. So so hockey fans going out of their way to call out other sports fans or athletes, fair or foul, send it in. You can win Please. two Cardinals tickets. And as beloved sponsor and listener of the show, Jason Gallagher, 
of Fairway Automotive notes you're giving away Cardinals tickets for a hockey-related question. But that kind of just makes our point, too. And he admits that he's a crybaby Blues fan. <laughs> I think I understand. I'm just in the pressure Blues fans are under. I completely understand that. But you guys got to kind of slow down. Trav, you want to get into uh, your most valuable topic? Jump right into it. It's an issue. It was pretty much resolved. I, I, I wouldn't say resolved. Maybe that's not the, the appropriate way to say where we are today in regards to the issue. But, of course, a couple of nights ago in Fenway Park, Adam Jones, center fielder, African-American player for the Baltimore Orioles, uh, taking on the Red Sox. Uh, apparently, there were peanuts thrown at him and racial slurs thrown his way throughout the game in Fenway, more so apparently than usual, uh, according to the story, uh, where up to 40-plus Red Sox fans had to be removed from Fenway uh, that a is couple so of nights many. ago. That's a lot. And, of course, Adam Jones then uh, took his, uh, basically made himself, uh, voice his frustration. <laughs> I'm trying to find a proper way to articulate how Adam Jones is feeling. But he was voicing his frustration, obviously, not only uh, with the fans, but perhaps the culture uh, inside of Boston or that's associated with Red Sox fans. And he spoke at length about uh, some of the things that not only were said to him, but how he felt the league and going forward perhaps should handle this. Because he made the point that essentially the fans were just kicked out. It doesn't mean they're banned from you know Fenway Park. It, it isn't like they're going to suffer any particular consequences. And he, nothing severely... Uh, certainly not proportionate to you calling someone the N-word and throwing peanuts at them. So Adam Jones suggested uh, fines, and he was very upset, and and rightfully so. Um, He was very emotional after the game, and a guy that's given a lot not only to the city of Baltimore as a Baltimore Oriole, but a lot to the game of baseball, a lot to this country. The guy has has participated in the baseball classic a few times now. So he's a guy that's happy to promote the game of baseball here in the States, and so to, to hear him go through that ordeal really hit home for me because, as I mentioned at the top of the last hour, what happened... Justin was shouting that at you as you came in to the studio this Justin morning. Justin would do, never do such a thing. I know Justin would never do such a thing. But he essentially... Um, what Adam Jones went through is essentially what we talked about a year ago with Jason Hayward coming to town visiting with the Cubs. Which was a non-story. Which was a non-story. Right. But essentially what happened was the, the reaction, though was that, you know, St. Louis as a whole... Picking on the... Like, basically saying to get into the arts, you had to have your clan hood on. Right. It was it was some cheap shots from... And look, I'm not saying there aren't racist Cardinal fans. I'm not going to those lengths. But it was essentially the national media went out of the way to just basically nut-check St. Louis about their racial history. Because, as we all know, if we just go through the history of race in this country. It only resided here in the city of St. Louis. So it was interesting to see finally, if you will, a major market, a major organization like the Boston Red Sox. Uh, I wouldn't say comeuppance, but we finally highlight why these things take place everywhere. Uh, Let me see your note there, Justin. Red Sox owners want racist fans banned for life if caught being racist. I actually am going to go a step further. Uh, and that is, uh, I think it's something that I believe we all can get aboard because we do it so well as a country. Public shaming. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like uh, you're banned for life. I don't necessarily. I like saying that. It's I like, like the position. Right, right. I no. It's you're not, not going to force that because right. then all of a sudden you have word monitors, and that ain't what this country's well, all and about. It's, and it's just difficult to enforce presently as the well, as right. If a, but if a if a black dude, Asian dude, white dude's being a jackass, you should be able to call him a jackass. So we're not going to take it to that level by by some means. No. So I like where their stance is. Let's say that they start with that. Hey, we're going to be stern with this. But I, I'm all for a shaming. I'm I'm absolutely for. I you know what happens when someone has an outstanding warrant for a serious crime here in the city of St. Louis. They have those billboards on 70 where it has your warranted picture and all your information for the whole world to see. I want to go to those lengths for people who are obnoxious in the sense where you are threatening players, uh, throwing racial slurs at players, sexual uh, of the nature, saying things that are absolutely. You, I think I'm not saying that. Hey, hey, you suck, Colton Wong. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, hey, Colton, I'm gonna see you in the parking lot after the game. And I'm gonna punch you in the back of the head. Well, those no, you'd fans, have to. You'd, well, you, but, I want those fans to be called out because. I, no, no, no. I want those guys. So just specifically, not to take away from uh, racial taunts or something like that. Mm, I want those tough guys to actually have to fight the well, finely tuned athlete that they. Claim that, that they claim they're going to put a noogie on. <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen well, it, yeah. in ninety nine percent of cases because usually right. it's some jackass who gets uh, demeaned by his wife and boss all week long. And boy, he's he's he got free tickets, but he's going to tell you he spent his money from his hard earned job I, I, on that. So screw, I would go, screw those people. I would not only that. You know, I, I'm not sure of uh, how many followers the St. Louis Cardinals have on Twitter. I think it's uh, is it one point five. I mean, that's not 1.5 minutes, but it's roughly made about 300, 400. It's 000. almost as much as at Live St. Louis I on Twitter. Likes. I don't want to go that far. But I would even go to the lengths of say you are able to catch the culprit yelling a racial A little slurs. over 1 million. 1 million followers on the St. Louis Cardinal Twitter account. So I would love in the situation where they catch the culprit and then they take him down to the bowels of Bush Stadium and they take a picture, like similar to a mugshot, mm-hmm. and they post it, they get his information his full name, and then they post it on their social media feed in hopes that their employer ultimately sees this picture, you out this person, and then that person they has don't to say face anything. the wrath. I like this. They don't say anything. They let the video – they have video of the person screaming at screaming it, and they just post it for, that's you, even better. for consumption. Yes, that's even better. Yes. If you're able to get video evidence, that's great. But even if not, if you find out that a fan in the stadium – was saying something completely inappropriate. You bring them to the bowels of the table, take a mugshot, put it on their Facebook and their Twitter feed for the St. Louis Cardinals, and say, this is the type of fan we do not want in Cardinal Nation. Completely out that person. And I would, I would imagine that behavior is drastically reduced moving forward for the 100%. sport. And it's, it's to the point, and, I, and again, we, there, there are moments where hear we, that? social media Shame. goes too far. Shame. Yes. Shame. Yes, that's what I want. That's where we are in the internet age where that's the only thing that influences behavior is folks being shamed on the internet. And this type of behavior, honest to God, it's – and I'll put you two on the spot. And, and I, these are my very good friends. Wait, 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 wait. On live radio? On live radio. Look, two of my good friends, Chris Denman, Michael uh, Gaines. Business Good partners. friends. Associates, if you will. Well, yeah, we they, we sh- share income. Look, I love them to death, but every time they come into the station or the studio, they pull out their white privilege cards and they're like, remind me every day, hey, Travis, 
you know, hey, shut up, go get my coffee. Uh, but no, more so if you guys are at a Cardinal game and you see someone with this doing something to what Adam Jones alleged happened and fin- Fenway, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you honestly doing? Not, oh, I would kick that guy's ass. I think that's what everyone thinks they're going to do. But if you're at a game, you're with your friends, you've all had a couple cocktails, and you see a guy a couple rows ahead. Are you with us? It's, uh, different. No, it's, no, different. No. it's different if you're with no. us. No. Is it, is it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, now here's the question. If you're Why sitting with us? No, if I'm not there, well, then I'm going to feel the same way I would if somebody was rude to you in a bar. I'm going to be the idiot that's like getting like half an inch from their nose like, what was that? It's well, different. But why would that be different not, if he was with us? Because I would be more emotionally reactive. I would be more apt to like grab an usher or something if Travis wasn't with us. If he was there, then he's insulting my friend purposely on that. So I'm going to be looking at some assault charges. That's what I'm saying okay. whenever I say that. My point, I guess, would be it, it is different if you're there because then it's being made personal. If you're not, you got to hit him with the, Are you? is this real right now? You kind of do that. But it's way more emotionally charged if you have a friend. If your mother is sitting there and somebody starts saying horrible Travis Terrell type things to your actual mother, it's a lot different than if somebody is saying screaming bad things about your mother who's not there. That was my point. Maybe you guys you thought I was going a different direction with that. I don't. No, I, I, think I think it's I'd way the different. Same, I think I'd I have the same in both ways. I mean, I know, I would I've be... been there. I did that with uh, Lorenzo Williams. Talked about that. Yeah. On on our show before. I've been there in Columbia. That was one where <laughs> Lorenzo was like, no, nah, nope, not today, Chris. He's the one holding me back. And, that, and it's like, again, we're adults. You don't do those kind of things. But if somebody takes it to that level, I'm going to be more apt to physically respond if a friend is there or at least get really amped up. Otherwise, I'm going to take a little more of a calm approach. And you just you have to literally, unless you really want to accept that there could be an altercation, or someone else being involved, including you know maybe there's families around all that. You just gotta let the authorities know. I, I would actually you know. go. I would actually. I would. Actually, Wouldn't you agree? I will, I will actually. I would actually say react as if I was there. Uh, you know, I would say that you know whether I'm there or not. I think people should be angry at this behavior. You shouldn't. Be oh, like, absolutely. You shouldn't be like oh, I do. You're I'm just talking. Hey, that's against the law. Don't jaywalk. Go to the end no, of the street. No, I'm talking different levels. <laughs> right. I'm no, talking I'm controlled saying, anger and and sure. And then yeah. And, and I think and I'm not saying you know go haul off on the guy or girl. Well, but that's the thing. But I, I but I I do think people reacting appropriately in the sense that if you hear someone using this type of language. It should bother everyone to the core. Oh, absolutely. So you, you, you not only should get someone involved, obviously, the officials at the stadium, but I, I don't think there's anything wrong confronting that person saying, hey, that's not what we're about. I like to, don't do that. If you want to take that crap, take that crap out of the stadium. I, I like to say that, and I say this from experience, from what I've seen, the people I at least surround myself with, or, or, or especially in that situation, they do react. They do get called out. And yeah. I think you'll see more of that as this is a good part of social media, as this message spreads. And I don't think people are the first time you would ever hear, oh, people are whining, they're this to that. They're like, no, it's a nasty thing. It's a terrible thing to certain people. Let's eliminate it. And you, I think that, you, I think it's, but wouldn't you agree? I think this is a good response to a horrible situation. I, I don't know. I, my only thing is, I think we often have a situation like this that comes up. Uh, um, one that comes to mind, I think, uh, Marcus Smart with Oklahoma State. 
I think it was the Texas Tech game, and a guy got in Marcus Smart's face and that. said some comments to him. It comes down to people was, being stupid and not creative, too. You can scream at these players all day long. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and <laughs> tell, but, him, tell him how weak is. And, and that's the thing. I think that as a fan, especially Cardinals fans, look, the average Cardinal fan probably attends between three to five games a year at least. And so uh, it's an experience where you bring your family, you bring your kids. I can't imagine just simply covering up your kids' ears and, you know, just shaking your head at a fellow Cardinal fan if they were to behave the same way as Red Sox fans. That's not enough. And I guess that's my point. I think most people would stand up for it. Right, and and I'm not saying they're having. I would imagine there have been situations we may have just never heard about where folks have done just that, and that should be the reaction, in my opinion. At this point— That's not even an opinion. That's a fact. Like That's just a social cue that you're kind of missing out on at this point. And and to Chris's point, it's just absolutely— You get No one say not to heckle. No one say you can't get after a player. No one's—at least I'm not saying that. Uh, But I believe that— it's it's not a snowflake thing. It's it's not even no, a liberal agenda I don't think, thing. I don't, is anybody it, taking that stance? I know I don't think anybody is. And uh, but I, I just want to make it clear that it's not just about hurt feelings. There's nothing more dehumanizing. And I think I guess I can sympathize with the emotion that Adam Jones is going through. That guy's got you got to go through a lot to to make it to the league. And I'm not saying that he had to go through special circumstances, but there are roughly what 67 African American baseball players in baseball. On the starting well, day I can lineups. see. Well, the thing, and I'm not speaking for him, you, anybody else, but just the fact that he's there. I mean, the population barely any baseball players get there, and then to reach that high ground, that above standard, and then to maybe, and if it does truly cut to his core, to be made to feel like that, and like, man, aren't we over this? He's like, I'm well, a great that, well, fielder. Adam Jones is one of the most elite baseball players in the game. I still he's can't believe face. what he did in that strip club, though. That is that is the different Adam. You're thinking oh, Pac Man. You're thinking Pac Man. Slow down. Sorry. Slow down, Bubba. But no, a guy like Adam Jones is one of the, the best ball players uh, in the game. He's the face of the Orioles organization. Uh, the guy does everything you would ask of your superstar. So he's done everything right. Everyone says pull yourself up by the bootstraps and move forward and you know do things the right way and say yes, ma'am, no, sir, things like that. Adam Jones has done that, and you're telling me now in 2017 this guy has to go to Fenway Park and hear the noise that he heard. So I would understand why he's so emotional about it. I can absolutely understand what he's coming from. So I think there needs to be severe consequences for people who do things like that. And I'm game for public shaming, even in the moment. Again, I would say get together with a group of people in your section if you see it. And just completely get that person out of there. That is a poor representation, not only of your organization. It's a poor representation of your city. You don't want that associated with your favorite team. And that, that's, seven seven point seven percent of major leaguers are African American. It that, was it was six point seven percent in Jackie Robinson's final year of baseball. That's interesting. Wow. And, and look, we CC Sabathia of the New York Yankees even went as far as to say, "Hey, stop." You know, stop getting uber defensive about it and recognize that, yes, there are fans who do these things. CC Sabathia went as far as to say it's expected as a black baseball player that when you go to Fenway, you're going to get that. That's well, and other parks, Bert- too, I think is a little more, you know, that's the more interesting part of right. like And Adam Jones spoke to it a little bit last year of kind of the culture around baseball where he would not even be comfortable to kneel for the national anthem in his sport because of the culture around baseball. How about this? Some text coming in. I am constantly amazed at how many redneck apples have fallen off the cracker tree. Hashtag what's going on from the 618. Uh, Birch with an I. Hey, Adam, Jones, get a job, you lazy so-and-so. Oh, 
You're a millionaire many times over? My bad. <laughs> Birch with an eye. I, and it, I just think uh, it's, 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 it's really dehumanizing. As a, and again, these guys are human. I know it's very difficult. They make a ton of money. They, they, yeah, but just I'm, I'm offended from a creative standpoint. That you, I, you don't I, come up with anything better? Come up with leaning. nothing better! You won't get kicked out of the game. You can say some horrible, awful things to people, and people won't bat an eye. I think to that point in the sense that you can absolutely mock a player, heckle a player. And, and I'm not even saying I'm for it, it, but you can. Look, I think one of the best things, I think, I think everyone is not a Hunter Pence fan. I think everyone hates Hunter Pence. Like, everyone hates Hunter Pence. Do they hate him, or do they like making the Chuck Norris kind of jokes? But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a great way to heckle a player that you don't like. That's a creative way to do it. It's silly. It's funny. It's in the spirit of the game. You can still express your disdain for Hunter Pence without going to the lengths where you're attacking his mother, his children, or his wife. Right. Travis, um, I've got a surprise. Our first call-in on St. Louis Live. Oh, boy. Uh, We had a few call-in earlier. We'll go ahead and get to this. On uh, his thoughts on black relations in St. Louis, Pat Emick joins the show. (laughs) What up, Pat Emick of Emick Communications? How are you, sir? Hi, guys. Turn your radio on. (laughs) <laughs> I've always wanted to, I've always wanted to say that to somebody. Oh, okay. <laughs> Patty Emick, you got you got called out earlier for some uh for some tweets. What's happening, man? I got called out? Oh, oh, we called out. So we were talking, so our fair file topic of the day uh, essentially is in regards to a hockey nation here in the states and of course it, in Canada. Hold on, was this Chris was this part of the whole agreement for Travis to get up this early that he gets his own fair foul topic of the day? Uh, yes, and we're giving away two Cardinals tickets. Listener submissions sent to St. Louis Live Radio at Gmail dot com. We'll announce those at the end of the show. So yeah, so my my whole question was I see this a lot, and I saw it throughout the season. I saw a bit of it last night, and the where hockey fans like to compare their sports and how tough it is to be a hockey player oh, yeah. uh, to other athletes. And I'm so curious as to why the urgency to do that when hockey itself, beautiful sport, extremely athletic, some of the best athletes on the planet, yet it feels like hockey fans have to do this look-at-our-sport thing where they trash another athlete in another sport in order to attract attention to theirs. Uh, I think the last one of the last words you just said, attention, I think that's really the only reason people do it. <laughs> I mean, that's why Posted the photo. I, I, I take a I, I take a picture of my TV of Steen taking a uh, which was a great play by the way. He's got it no was. stick, uh, and then he does like almost like the splits and takes a slapper right off his foot. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was one of the first things. I think what really bugs me about the the reason I mentioned LeBron in NBA is because there was this is the same league where guys are sitting out just to like rest up and like. Hockey, like during the regular season, I mean, and right. you know, and again, it is what it is. It's whatever works, do it, and it doesn't mean that they don't work hard. But I think it's just an easy target. So um, I think if like Tarasenko, you know, if Taras Vladimir Tarasenko sat out a regular season game and was like, you know what, we're in the Blues right, we're just going to rest him. If if it was like the middle of the season, they'd be like, what, what? I mean, there's people that are paying money to come come see you. I think that's kind of what it is too. 
That's a good point. Uh, to our point, we were just recently discussing the situation with Adam Jones and what had taken place at Fenway Park a couple of nights ago, and we suggested that public shaming perhaps is the best way to go to start outing these fans that do this. What are your what are some of your no, suggestions? I, I heard that. I think that's a good idea, actually. Why, um, I, and have you ever been in a situation like this, Pat? Or what, what do you think you would do if you were in a situation where you're a fan at a, at a at a at an event and a fan went to those lengths to what Adam Jones alleged Boston fans did a couple nights ago? Uh, they would definitely get the hey from Imig. I like that. Uh, and, I like it. Yeah. And then uh, everybody would look at me like I was some type of like you know drill sergeant when in fact <laughs> I'm not. I just look like a cartoon character. Um, and then I would probably I would. Probably tell the guy he needs to stop. Um, assuming that it was a guy, could be a woman. You never know. Sure. Uh, we it is twenty seventeen. Equal opportunity. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I think the like you know, I think uh, I was weary. I was kind of like skeptical of the of the of the situation at first. And this is kind of sad, but it's based off of the Hayward thing last year, where and it's not even about the story itself as much as it is the way the media consumes the story and drives it. And, you know, last year the damage was already done. The New York daily news ran a story. Sure. And again, I'm not, I'm bringing this into the conversation just cause I think I heard you guys bring it in too. So when, now whenever I see this type of thing, it's like, I'm skeptical because it's like race sells. Um, and boy, isn't that true? You know, it, well, it is. And it's unfortunate, but, um, I think that younger generations um, would follow, and this is actually, I, I honestly got mean this, I'm not just trying to be funny or whatever, but, um, you know, the fact that, like, you guys can discuss it, Travis comes from his serious point of view for obvious reasons, and then Chris says, uh, I just don't like the creativity. And I think if we can still, like, have the conversation... Which was an excellent have, point on my part, not to well, embellish myself. it's true, though. I mean, it's just like... it's almost. I almost feel like we, we give too much limelight to the people that are acting like idiots and a-holes. Right. And it's like, you know, like, for example, I didn't call into Bash ESPN, but I might as well. Yesterday, that was their story... <laughs> That was their story Pat all Emick, day. St. Louis live bashing ESPN. Oh, yeah, and they're not doing it because they want it to get better, are they? Right, exactly. Well, I that's wouldn't go that far. I don't think, uh, that, I don't I, think that's bad I to think it's that. sensationalism I to I a degree. I not go that far. I think, that, I think yesterday one of the best and most recognizable faces in all of baseball was called one of the most deplorable names that you can call any African-American in 2017. I don't know how that does not. But do you think ESPN? Do you think ESPN deserves the credit for thinking they have good intent? I don't think it's a matter of credit. I think it's a matter of speaking maybe to an echo chamber. I think ESPN has twenty four hours to fill, and they have seven different types of programs, and it makes uh, sense. Yeah. Well, also, but, have ESPN Terrell over. Well, here. no, it also depends on like if you're talking about certain personalities too, because like I would say there's a lot of personalities on ESPN that I think care deeply about that story, especially sure. the people who are in you charge got... of SC six, Michael Smith and Jamel Hill. Right. I would say they probably would took that a little bit personal. And I, and I, and yeah. I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that to that point, I think, look in, in 24 hours, it's something's going to be discussed for 24 hours, no matter what, if it's the top story of the day, it's not going to last four to six hours, not in today's medium. So I, I, to when people say, well, that's what they talked about all day. Is Adam Jones not one of the most recognizable faces in the sport? 
like why would we not talk about that at length where I, a guy that is the it. face of the Orioles was called the N-word at one of the most historic parks in the history of baseball? What I'm saying is that if you do it all day, every day, all day, there's going to be people that just automatically turn away from it. And if the intent is to, like, you know, point out how ridiculous and awful it is and then try to figure out how to make it better, it's almost like too much. And I, that's just my opinion of it. Um, and, again, I go back to the Hayward thing. My initial thought was, you know, this stuff with Hayward was never corroborated. Social media oh, ran was, with it. Yeah, that was, that was rough. Social media ran with it. New York Daily News published a story. I mean, I'm, seriously, they published a story with stuff that was never confirmed. And by the time that it was realized, and this is on a, a national telecast yeah. and a local telecast, none of the mics picked it up. And all I'm saying is that plays into the attitude of skepticism. And that doesn't mean that I don't believe it happened. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is when it initially happened, and I have friends in Boston, too. One of them posted on social media saying, you know, there's all these cameras there. How did no one pick it up? And that immediately made me think of last year. And it's like, it's unfortunate because that was a case where it didn't happen, but the damage had already been done. St. Louis gets smeared as a city. So ultimately it goes back to your initial question, Travis. Mm -hmm. What would I do? I would tell the guy to get the F out of there. And, you know, unfortunately one idiot can represent an entire city and fan base and organization, actually, regardless of denouncement after the fact. So it's just like the, if you're talking about it all day, every day, like all day for the day as a story like ESPN, then it's like you're, you're using one, and again, I'm not condoning it, it's, it's awful, but you're using one example out of the other 40,000 people who didn't do it there, and then it just becomes this whole thing, and all of a sudden an entire city and fan base is labeled as racist. So I, I think... I think they just. I think you just need to be like, it, if it's going to be discussed, it needs to be thoughtful conversation, not just, oh, by the way, this happened, and then we'll, we'll talk about it and just repeat the same story. Which, in radio format, obviously, which you guys are already doing, uh, it's very easy. It's much easier, I should say, to have the thoughtful conversation because you can discuss it at length. And I think that's much healthier. That's that's kind of where I'm coming from. And again, I am not coming from the vantage point that this isn't a story. Right. It's more just about this. This it's the Chris used the word sensationalism, and that's you know even that could be looked at as a dangerous word because it's like, what are you minimizing what happened? No, but if you, it, it's about the way that it's covered and the way the root of and the intent. I think that that it's covered. I think the intent is key for me. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting more out of that, and ESPN, to a degree, I has... Calling, I was just calling in to say congratulations on the show. <laughs> Pat, it's awesome to hear from you. How can people get a hold of you, brother? Uh, well, you can go to my website. You've been hanging out with golfers and Kid Rock and everything, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's still kind of surreal, actually, to look back at it and think about the fact that I got to interview Jack Nicholas and Kid Rock and Gary Player. Where can they find these what interviews, Pat? Uh, it's on the website, um, and I'll, I'm actually going to I'm going to throw them all out on Facebook too. There's no reason not to. Cause nice. Originally, I kept them kind of quiet because we were doing marketing type stuff with them, and I didn't want to. PGA the PGA has weird fine print about 
what content is theirs and what's not. <laughs> and now that, you know, but it's like you guys had nothing to do with the media day that Bass Pro Shops and Big Cedar Lodge had. So you can take your complaints and file them away, and uh, you can talk to my secretary. And by secretary, I mean, let's see here, there's a an action figure of a wrestler over here somewhere. <laughs> I think I, yeah. My board, of, my board of directors is uh, is just things I talk to at the, at my house during the day. That's, that's not weird. Well, I love that, and I love Pat, and you can check him out, uh, Imig Communications, and you'll hear yeah, more and Pat be, here on St. Louis Live. For sure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, are you guys planning on, um, so you guys are still going to be doing three uh, three podcasts a week that are uncensored, correct? That's right. Not yeah, man. More content. We are live, still popping. So are you still be able to get a hold of that good stuff? You going to come podcast with us? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I think I'm going to be heading. I might be heading out of town again uh, tomorrow. Ooh, look but, at me. Oh, must Ooh. be a must be a uh, Ted Nugent Ted Nugent show with Kid Rock <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm going to be Good interviewing. Yeah, I'm going to be interviewing uh, Greg Norman and Ted Nugent. They're going to be playing together in a tournament. I do, no, I, that's, I do not want to see that. That's a <laughs> tournament I want to be a part of at all. Well, Pat, I don't think I would want to be a part we'll, of that either. We'll get you back on here soon, buddy, and uh, don't be a stranger. Pat Emig from Emig Communications. Thanks, Pat. Hey, guys. Take care. That's right. We've got a lot of texts coming in. Good conversation. People are enjoying it. And you know what? We, th- we love talking about this kind of stuff. If... Uh, if we can bring some clarity or at least some thought-provoking conversation to it, we're happy to do it. Text in, guys, 314-880-0808. We're here at St. Louis Live. Chris Denman, Travis Terrell, Michael Gaines. We're going to be joined by Carly Lawrence in the 9 o'clock hour. Terry Yake, Director of Blues Alumni Relations, to break down the Blues loss last night. Text still coming in. Lots of submissions coming in for the uh, listener fair or foul of the day. Best one sent in about uh, why hockey guys attack other sports uh, for no apparent reason. Gets two not, two one hundred seat tickets. No, nice, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those are fancy. That's right. Tickets. Stephen Des Moines just wanted to say, glad to hear you guys back on the radio. Glad to be back. It's I'm all right with that. No, I and again, um, and just to put a button, if you will, on the end of that particular topic. I, this isn't. Um, I'm not attacking the city of Boston. I'm not attacking baseball fans, uh, but. I think it's incumbent upon us. It is our responsibility. And a lot of people are like, oh, no, my job is pay for my ticket. And I'm like, well, okay, then if you really don't want to be painted with that brush, I think it is important that you as a citizen and as a fan of that team to call out said person that's doing things that are uh, to the length in which Adam Jones described he was treated in Fenway. And, and reason, again, to say why that story went the way that it did, the Red Sox, the mayor of Boston, the governor of Massachusetts, all – came forward and immediately apologized to discuss the issue. I think that's why it continued in the quote-unquote ESPN echo chamber because so many people in notoriety and notability stepped up and essentially said, no, this should not happen. This isn't a representation of the city. We're bigger and better than this. That's why I think it went to the length. I have a nasty taste about ESPN, so I could see where it's like, I don't necessarily, but also I see your point too. But hey, more stuff coming in for St. Louis Live. Lots of texts, Travis. We have one from TA the DJ. Oh, boy. Good morning. Good morning, T.A. the DJ. I tuned in to try and listen to Victory Church with Perry Noble to hear some (laughs) hymns and scripture. Who are you guys? And is that a black man on my radio? Anyways, I kind of like what I hear, and I'll continue to listen. T.A. the DJ, John 316. Really damn good. There he is. 
it's nice. nice to have it. It's nice. There, I want some of the old familiarity of We Are Live, right, from the radio, sure. from here, from uh, the past station at 590, everything else. This is a new day. St. Louis Live, we're bringing it. Feels good to take a lap around those old drops, though, doesn't it? I miss the old drops. It's good. It's, I'm not. I mean, I'm not calling out any former board ops or anything like that. But you know, Giamatti. It's is nice that one they can't the talk. Oh man, it's you know. I love Matt Rocchio. <laughs> he loves to talk. By the way, he's going to be helping us with uh, Target Practice Live June 3rd at Off Broadway. He was a big part in uh, the technical aspect of last time, and we're going to have a ton of people: Nathan Orton, Tim Convey. Great comics coming out, uh, eight total competing for a cash prize. Buy tickets online today, offbroadwaystl.com. It's our technically second installment, third round of Target Practice Live. It's a roast tournament. Travis and I will be shepherding you through the evening. There you go. The great Chris Sear is our featured comic. He is. He's going to open that up. And uh, I'm excited, man. It's going to be a good time. One thing we wanted to do, certainly with this show, uh, this incarnation of this show uh, on our morning show, is to recognize... Uh, the the amazingness that is St. Louis. And I know frequently we can open up a newspaper or turn on the TV and we always see some of the most negative things about our city when ultimately uh, there are not only great people, great businesses here, but some amazing talent just under our nose here in the city of St. Louis. And one thing we've been able to do uh, over the last uh, 18 months of this particular project is essentially showcase that type of talent so this is our opportunity to do that so that's why we're we're pushing yeah. if you will for those perhaps on the fan page wondering why we're continually friends of wall uh, private pushing. group yeah for those who are wondering why we keep pushing out uh advertisements for this target practice it's gonna be a damn good time it's not a damn good time you talk about some of the eight of the best comedian nine thank you chris Sear, of course being a feature comic fun we're gonna have great celebrity-esque judges <laughs> That's great now for we'll the judges. We're those. Still, off the Broadway. Judges we're still trying to get. Off. Yeah, you're, you're sort of. Uh, uh, good. Yeah, we can always have Giamatti <laughs> up there, whatever you want. No, it, it's one of those things where, like, listen, this isn't a typical morning show. We can talk some sports, some culture, current events. Uh, comedy's important to us, man. We love the local scene. It's, they, it's been huge. We were just talking to Ray Williams yesterday. He's going to do some voiceover work for us. We love it. We love being a part of that. And I guess who we are as people, too. Uh, we're not aspiring to be uh, butt crack and, uh, <laughs> and Jimmy in the mornings. I don't know. Butt crack and Jimmy in the morning. Butt crack and Jimmy would probably make a lot Num- of money. Numbers are through the roof. Number one in Tucson. It, it just, <laughs> it's one of those things where we want that to be part of art. We love live performance. We love comedians that bust their ass and get after it and to be part of that's a, a lot of fun and I, i've always said look speaking of comedians you can hear national bag radio okay. on oh, itunes and anywhere is that podcasts are distributed Kings, is that a thing now is that going i really hope ian bag chris denman talking it out once a week <laughs> hey let's kick off our, our latest segment our latest segment uh, this is something that Gaines spent i think uh, most of the weekend Coming up with. 36 hours. Well, if you've listened to We Are Live, you know that we do a segment called Hypothetically Speaking. Well, yeah, that's on the Uncensored Podcast. Yes, the This various... is St. Louis Live. Yeah, yeah, but, We're but, on the radio. Yeah, but this is a little bit different. We're going to do a little segment we like to call What You Doing? And this is uh, essentially where we give you a scenario or a situation. What's it called? What You Doing? And uh, essentially, we put you, the listening audience, in a particular situation, and I want to know how you would handle it or how you would maneuver out of said situation. So today's, what you doing? 
is brought to you by one Michael Gaines. Michael Gaines, fire it up. So, have you ever been in a drive-thru okay. and you pull up to the window to pay and they say, oh, the person in front of you paid for you? Oh, a little pay it forward. Yes, and it's and you're supposed to then pay for the next person's and pay for them and sure. so on, so on, so on. I don't like this. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't like helping Michael Gaines, lead off Michael Gaines that. attacking uh, <laughs> the important things, yeah. And... I one, I think it's fair to ask what the person behind you cost. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. Yeah, if because you, if, if you, I if got you get your venti black coffee, maybe a little coconut milk in it. <laughs> you're not buying six frappies for uh, for the soccer team. Exactly. Behind. Or you just got the two for three double cheeseburgers at McDonald's, and the other guy's got like uh, you know just a the soccer team what soccer mom what you're saying is essentially if, if if you looked up in your review mirror and chris denman was behind you <laughs> at 2 a.m you're saying to yourself that's about a 40 dollar meal at white castle <laughs> yeah, like think about the time we went to white castles if someone paid it forward <laughs> to us and we spent 33 dollars <laughs> that's that's really where we solid, that, solidified our relationship <laughs> where it's like Hey Gaines, you can stay on at the station as a with a salary, or you can come not make any money with us and start a new show. Chris is asleep in the back seat, and we're just I'm hitting on the White Castle drive-through worker only to get and only to get more food, not to get her number, not to take her home, but to specifically get more food. So I can understand where you're coming from. So you're essentially saying that. You don't care for the pay it for notion when in drive through. Yeah, let's just worry about ourselves. And, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm team this. Like I'm, absolutely. So Chris, you're so Chris. So the person pays for your coffee at Starbucks or pays for your order. Are you then? I've got it. I usually pay for this someone happened, behind you. No, I'm you're not, not going to do it. No, that's the kind of hard ass I am. Dude. I'm the kind of guy. <laughs> that, you know, I politely I'll tip the driver or the people a dollar. Here, may I? Please. May I? What okay. you doing? What you doing? Ow! <laughs> That's Giamatti. He's Didn't so... even tell. What was that? Oh, my goodness. So what good. you doing? There we go. Thank you, Giamatti. <laughs> Can you just hit that like four or five more times? <laughs> what you doing? What you doing? What, what you doing? <laughs> Remix. <laughs> <laughs> the other iteration of that, by the way, was going to be. See, now then we were also going to get like Gaines to go, What are you doing? Go ahead, Gaines. Give us your best. What you doing? What are you doing? Okay. (laughs) Now you're just trying to, you're overacting. It's very, it's very, listen, in love, life, if you're overdoing it and it's obvious, you're an overactor. Chris, what was your what you're doing? What was it going to be? What are you doing? There you go. That's I would say that too. And I want a gangster really tap into his Italian heritage and go, What are you doing? Meet the ball. No. Nope. That's not how it goes. No, okay. Okay. Yeah, maybe that should be covered on ESPN <laughs> for a day. Get let's get Mike Piazza's thoughts <laughs> on Travis racist ass. Don't comment. bring up that name in St. Louis, Chris. He talked bad about my food. <laughs> I am so mad we didn't do this, and maybe I'm blowing it because we could still do it, but it's kind of a non-story now. There's an auto body shop, I believe, in South City or like in between South City and Maplewood, Maplewood called Mike Piazza's <laughs> Auto Body Shop. I wanted to interview. Just I wanted me. I didn't want. Tra- I didn't want to. I didn't want to throw Travis under the bus. I, like I get that. that. That makes sense. I wanted me to just walk up and say. And he's like, hey, are you Mike? He's like, uh, yeah, Mike Piazza. I've had uh, this uh, on a local business here. Yeah, I want an interview for you for a show. Do you mind if we film it? Oh, sure. You know, you're going to talk about the business. How dare you, sir? <laughs> do you have a question? No. no. How dare you? Who, who do you who think do you, you think? are? 
So, so you're not. So, so no, paying, this has happened to me. So, so this happened. Can okay. I give you a, a really? Uh, this has you're happened to me. You're paying for a situation. No, I don't pay it forward. Okay. No. I'll tip a dollar to the uh, to the drive-through person. That's fine. Good. And I appreciate it. It is nice. It's been done for me. One time, I did have a larger woman <laughs> in a van. Good God. She was in there by herself. Right. Do the pay it forward for me. Right. She got lucky because I only get like a medium coffee, right? I'm like, well, she got over that. Not kidding you, the place I was at had a different parking lot directly at the exit, right? So you would face this parking lot, but you have to go out of your way to go into that parking lot. Gave me a wave once they'd seen I, I got my coffee. I was like, oh, yeah, hey, thank you. That's great. Pulled into the lot, circled back around, and like waited, like, like set where, like, Kind of saying, hey, let's talk it out after purchasing me that coffee. That's how you get kidnapped. Right? No. Nope. If that would have been Travis, times. there was a, a, an overweight white woman in the van. He'd have went right after that. He'd have taken the bait. I would have. I literally, I awkwardly Probably gave like a, a salute. A salute. And drove on. That's now that And did not fine. pay for the next person's coffee. See, now, that, but what if it was like an old lady behind you or something? Yeah, like I'd be like, she's probably getting 18 <laughs> unicorn frappuccino things. Yeah, for the, for the <laughs> old home. You guys are so mean. So someone pays it for for you. Well, I've done it both. Like, I have paid it forward. Right. And got burned. Only a few bucks. But, you know, I don't want to pay the extra few dollars. <laughs> and I've also... Now, here's what you have to do. If you don't want to pay it forward... Look confused about what happened and like, oh, I don't know what this thing is that people do. <laughs> so you t- and then just like, oh, thank you. That sounds amazing. And then like the thing about it is the people behind you will never figure it out. Like they will never know that you didn't pay it forward. A true. The only person that will judge you is the person working there. And so, you know, that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I don't participate in paying forward because I don't believe in that kind of thing. I think that, you know, if you're poor, get your broke ass out of line. So or just don't order the food. Should we should we put the like St. Louis Live stamp on this? Yes. We are anti pay it forward. We are anti pay it forward. I yeah. love it. Not care for no, not yeah. pay it forward. Now, if you're gonna I'll, watch I'll the Haley Joel Osmond film if with you Kevin were, Spacey and Helen Hunt, then I'm absolutely game for it. Would Great you film. okay, would you Great if you really film. want to St. Louis live it, would you defer it to give it to the next guy? No. You're still taking your break out. So you have no integrity. No, I think this is a different story if it's a different business. Like if someone pays a lap dance forward, okay. then I feel like you would change your tune. I feel like you would then be like, Maybe Yeah, then you're kinda in the mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like if it's a different industry, then you're more than willing yeah, to do. Yeah, beers so. beers I would uh see like yeah, yeah beers I'm yeah. Not, I'm not even ha- I'm I'm over buying back. Hundred percent yeah overbuying back. So yeah. then they're, they're, in that situation I think that's entirely different. Or even if you have a girlfriend, like pay that for let the homies. Uh, hey, do you want hey, do you want Gaines and I to I uh, uh, I'm just, no, I'm just yeah. saying I'm like, hey man, nope. yo, yo, no, girl, no, no. Hey, can, no? We got a listener on the line. Oh, this is great. Uh for the What's up, brother Trav Trav. <laughs> I see you. Oh Lord. It's the Barnhart Brawler. Well, Are you well, staying dry, well. Brawler? Uh I am actually not on Jeffco Island currently. I got you got north of the border before they shut things down, so well, I'm glad you I'm made okay. it out. I hope everybody's doing all right that you uh, know and care about. And even if you don't care about them, I hope they're doing okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to get to the liberal bastion that is St. Louis. I couldn't <laughs> stay down there. Bro, I'm, I'm, you know. gra- I'm glad we got you on. Why is Hillary complaining about losing the election? 
Listen, I just wanted to give a hot take either about the NBA or like paying it forward on the Starbucks thing. I wasn't. I'm. I'm not ready to deal with that. Still, so <laughs> all right. Like, so, what is your paying for thing? I I just don't get it. Like, if you're going to Starbucks to get a nine dollar latte or whatever, you don't. The guy behind you obviously doesn't need your help because he's also getting a nine dollar latte. <laughs> if you want to do something nice Good when point. you're at Taco Bell, get two extra five layer burritos and go give them to a guy. You know, living on the street or something. Do that instead. Look at the brawler, the voice of reason. <laughs> you gonna give Taco Bell to a poor person? That, that ain't reasonable. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm I, more of a Wendy's man. <laughs> I used to do that. Like, if you have a, I had a when I worked downtown. If I get a pizza or something at night, I wouldn't eat the whole thing. I literally just go like, give it to somebody in Keener Plaza. Would you feed it to the homeless person? No, I would not like Robin. Oh, wow. Wow. No, no. Yeah, no. Wow. You so you don't you care don't about care. the homeless you population. No, Brawler. I don't. <laughs> it's good to hear from you, brother. It, it's good to hear from you guys. You know, I, I, I needed this. this. This is what I need in my morning. <laughs> in my well, well, make sure, and I'll tell you and everybody else listening, we do have the first hour uploaded to the We Are Live feed. We'll keep the St. Louis Live shows there for about another week or so, let people get... Uh, assimilated, as they say, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll have Wait. its own St. Louis live feed. But, yeah, you can download the first hour, and then this hour, with the Barnhart Brawler's appearance, will be up shortly on iTunes as well. Wait, this is the first day, and you already have the podcast up? I thought you were going to make me wait, like, four weeks. <laughs> That's a spicy meat ball. It was on our website. <laughs> Thanks, Brawler. I'm throwing shade there, Chris. Did you catch it? Uh, <laughs> oh, he caught it. Oh, I caught it. <laughs> All right, love you, boys. Don't be a stranger. Thanks, brother. 314 texting in with, right now, my favorite text of the day. Gaines sounds like the guy who tries to buy you a beer in the eighth inning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, bro, you want a beer? Ah, hey, last call. I would have had you, though, dog. As well, a, as if a he knew, go to the Bowtie Bar after the seventh inning, Ooh, and they still sell beer. Guy. Nice. Blondie texting in, since Travis is getting up early now, would he be up for a 5 a.m. run with me one morning? Ooh, and no. that's a female, oh, an no, actual no. female. Nice. <laughs> uh, Mike Lee's Space Bar. As a financial professional, I would explain to the individual handing me food, drink, it does not make fiscal sense <laughs> for me to purchase the item. <laughs> For the individual. Richard. I, I like how people are using political and social and economical dogma in yeah. order to determine whether or not they're going to pay it forward. Richard Pritchard suggesting the brawler find his way to the flood. Wow. So that's rude. Harsh. Just so um, rude. Since we're doing shout-outs at the end of hours now. <laughs> it's a thing, Kurt. I uh, I have a shout-out, guys. Oh, who are you shouting out today? My girlfriend. Oh! Passed her boards. She hey! Is- Officially, uh, Dr. Katie Walsh. Damn. So, what? Yeah. That, now I get why you've been able to be a podcaster for the last month. Okay, yeah. hold on. Can I, can I do it, Chris? Maya? What's up, kid? Dr. Walsh, how you doing, baby girl? It's good to hear from you. I hope everything turns out okay. Hey, I feel like I'm kind of sick. Want to play Dr. Lay? Whoa. Can, can I do that? Hey, I'm congratulations, a doctor. Doc. Do it. Yeah, so that's really awesome. Congratulations, Doc. Really that's so great. All so right. are we. And uh, thank you to... Uh, to you for believing in Gaines's uh, cute little dream that he's had with the We Are Live team. Believe in his boy, cute little dream. Boy, when I heard he was coming along with us, I was like, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, it's St. Louis Live. My name's Chris Denton, Travis Terrell, Michael Gaines. I believe we're going to be joined in studio by the great Carly Lawrence at 9 o'clock. We got Terry Yate calling in to discuss some of the blues discussion we've been holding off on. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Download the first hour on the We Are Live feed on uh, iTunes, Android Store, everywhere. 
WeAreLiveRadio.com. You can stream the show. And, uh, of course, keep it here at 920 AM WGNU. Chris Demon, quick break. Be right back.